Hello world, and thank you for joining me today. This is Shelley Shearer, and you're listening to the podcast Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, where if I've experienced it, I'm going to share it with you. If I've learned it, I'm going to tell you about it, and always some education along the way. Good morning, everyone. So let's talk about food. I'm a foodie. I have always been a foodie. Now, unfortunately, I grew up in the 70s. Uh, you know, I was born in 65 when the eating habits of stupidity came into being. In other words, we discovered, decided a, a bunch of marketing people post. Let me back up first. It was an age of stupidity. Let me give you a little history on the Canadian Food Guide, and the U.S. one is no different. When I did my course, when I, did, when I took my certificate for nutrition um, and weight loss a few years back, we had to study the history of nutrition and why things are the way they are, why things are recommended. And one of the things we had to st uh, study was the Canada Food Guide. And the U.S. one is very similar. They came into being post-war. So the first thing you need to understand is the source of the information. People were starving. People were, you know, people, there was a lack of food and choices and recommendations were made based on what the country was growing and what it could offer and what people couldn't afford and couldn't get their hands on. Okay. So that's, if you ever, you can just Google that, by the way. Um, I don't know what the one in the U.S. is called. Uh, I did know, and I'm sorry, it's just left my brain. But even if you just wanted to do the history of the Canada Food Guide, it's, there's a whole, there's a whole website on it. And it's, it's fascinating because it is absolutely has nothing to do with your health really. In some ways it does because people needed to eat, but sorry about the background noise, um, but it was designed post-war. So now here we are in 2016 and our needs and reality are very, very different. So let's understand the history. So we know about the food guide. Now I grew up in the seventies, back to what I was saying, and that is the decade that our parents' generation were hoodwinked and lied to. So we, we are the beginning of the white bread generation. Margarine's better than butter. Wonder Bread solves all children's eating problems. We start the day with Fruit Loops and Captain Crunch. Now, my mom baked, so luckily we did get a lot of home baking, but she baked with white flour and margarine because it was cheaper. Butter was used at our table. We never ate butter on anything, but we baked with it. That I gave up my in my 20s when I realized what was going on. Margarine people should be used for one thing, lubricating a car engine. Okay, Google it. There's a matter of fact, I almost posted this amazing article on my Living Well page on Facebook, and uh, it was a little lengthy. So maybe I'll just do a video on it because it was the information was fascinating. How it came to be, it was a product that was designed to fatten livestock, and when it killed the livestock, the marketing people had to get together and figure out what to do with the research, and they pawned it off on you people. So the the <clears throat> the masses at large got the white goo that they made yellow and then told you a bunch of BS to make you eat it. So every time I see someone with a health issue and they've got their base cell, I just want to smack them because it's like, thank you for killing yourself and costing our medical system even more. So uh, food. So you need to understand why recommendations are made and the, and, the and the information behind it. So now here we are. We realize we are coming into the 90s. Our children are, the rates of ADD and ADHD are going through the roof. We're now labeling all our children. Food allergies are showing up. And a lot of that, again, with the white bread movement was the introduction of GMOs. So we have hybridized our wheat. Now, by the way, 
wheat is not genetically modified. That's something that people actually get wrong a lot of the time. Wheat has been hybridized. And what that means is that they have genetically, okay, it's not really, they've crossbred it. They haven't genetically really altered it. Unfortunately, the hybridized wheat, the dwarf wheat that we all eat now, icorn wheat, uh, that is making a comeback, which is fabulous. Uh, a lot of companies are carrying products with it. Um, it's very gritty and grainy, but if you really are trying to make a change, especially if you're gluten sensitive, I'm a celiac, so I, that it doesn't matter you know, if it's an ancient grain, I still can't digest it. But there's a lot of people that are just having issues with uh, wheat. And a lot of pe people are experiencing huge food allergies because of leaky gut syndrome. And I've got a girlfriend with this right now. And it is brutal watching her going in for testing and everything coming back allergic. Now, again, you know I've said this before. That term is thrown up by naturopaths grossly. You should be interviewing your naturopath just like you interview anybody else that you are hiring in your company. So if you were willing to hire an employee without meeting them, and you're not, just tell me right now, that's never going to happen. You wouldn't do it. Why would you bring on a health professional that you didn't interview? And there are a lot of quacks out there. Like you really need to understand that. Now, here's my plug, my naturopath. He is um, fabulous, but he also has a speciality and botanicals are his speciality. So there's the other thing. Maybe you need someone that has a speciality for what's going on with your body. Dr. Michael Bastian, he works over at the Integrated Health Center in New Westminster. So I'm sorry for my U.S. listeners or my out of province listeners. This is strictly something for the lower mainland. That is an amazing clinic that deals in, uh, specializes actually in concussion, in concussion uh, recovery. It's how we got a hold of them when my husband had a bad car accident. And, um, and from there, they, have, they are now part of my team for my fibro and keeping me healthy. So Dr. Michael, we just love Dr. B. We love him. But I know what his speciality is, and we have a marrying of the minds when it comes to my body. Now, my body is in his care. First of all, I trust him explicitly, but we discuss everything. And he will, he will brainstorm with me. Okay, so that's that's amazing. So pretty exciting. Um, so back to food. So a lot of naturopaths have got uh, clients on these incredibly restrictive diets, diets that make you sick. If you're sick, losing weight and everything over past about three days, you need to look at what's going on because maybe your body's not healthy enough to handle that kind of detox or that kind of change in diet. I, and besides that, if you're trying to find something wrong with your body, you take out everything all at once and you add something back in one at a time. If you just, if you're doing all or nothing all the time, your body has trouble de deciphering what's good and bad. Also learn muscle testing people. I know I am, I am really on a rant today. Learn muscle testing. And one of the easiest ways I have found is using the link with your fingers. So if you close your finger uh, pointer and your thumb over each other, but link them with with your with each your left and right hand sorry that didn't come up very clearly and pull tight now ask yourself some base questions say your name my name is such and such and you shouldn't you know without reefing with all your might we're just talking about my name is Shelly that should hold steady my name is Louise I my fingers just fall apart you actually have uh, energetically in your body a muscle reaction to truth and untruth and it is part of again the iceberg of your subconscious that I talk about that's under the water so you need to be aware and you need to be clear and don't over test okay those are the things because you'll start getting false readings your body gets exhausted but ask your body about things and do it all the time I'm weaning myself off a drug right now and I check in with my body every single day do I need to take this pill right now no no third day yes great 
three more days go by, no, no, yes. That is wonderful. I am feeling spectacular. I'm not going through withdrawal symptoms and my body's letting me know and it will let me know when I'm done with, with the, with, with the uh, weaning off of this. Foods can work the same way. Someone brought chocolate. I had this done to me years ago. Someone asked me to close my eyes and they were doing the muscle testing where you put your arm out straight, you hold it firm. People ask you some questions and it goes down weak. They can push it down if it's a lie or it's not true for you. With my eyes closed, someone brought chocolate next to me, next to my chest, which I didn't even know what the, what the food was, and I collapsed. <clears throat> well, yes, I have an issue with caffeine. I don't eat chocolate, Coca-Cola, anything with caffeine, which is a bummer because green tea is so healthy for you people, uh, but my body just can't tolerate it. So I was introduced to this, you know, 20, 25 years ago, but now it is a huge part of my life and it's becoming more mainstream. So there's the things, like I say, you can do for yourself. So interview your doctors, back to that, and make sure that you're all in alignment with it alignment with each other. So back to the food. So we, we get sold a line of propaganda. We get sold a line of, well, the bunch of heavy duty billionaire manufacturers are, have too much of something. So let's find something for, for people to eat. We're living in a world where people think food is super expensive, but actually the question you should be asking yourself is why is the junk so inexpensive? If you're faced with a $3 dozen eggs and a $5.5 dozen eggs. And one is a chicken that is never left a cage. It is fed hormones, antibiotics, and animal byproduct, corn and soy, all genetically modified. And you're eating that animal's product, the egg. Or you spend the $5.50 and you've got free range, which means that animal is out on the grass, living its life normally. It's not full of, being pumped full of antibiotics, which by the way, that transfers to you. That is why we, we, we are becoming an um, antibiotic-resistant generation. We are oversubscribed, and it's in our food. You can't help but notice the change in our teenagers in North America. Young girls going into high school are four inches taller than they used to be with breasts three to four times the weight. We were all flat-chested going into grade eight. Man, very few of us had boobs back then. The boys are tall, facial hair comes early, the girls are in, that is all hormone reaction to the food that we're eating. So, you know, look around you and just be aware again. I, I, you know, my big thing is be aware and change your mind. So I want you to change your mind about food because I want you to understand what is food and what isn't. That's really where I want to, where I want to take you with this. So you are eating all these things and you're, that chicken is out eating all the bugs out of the grass. That is what gives you healthy omegas, is when there's a natural diet happening. So the difference between wild game and a corn and soy fed cow is heart disease. One is healthy meat, one is you're, you're dying of a heart attack or dealing with those types of issues, cholesterol and things down the road. So you need to be aware and not take an ignorant attitude. Like my family, my parents, they're from that older generation. She doesn't want to hear it. They, they live in McDonald's and Tim Hortons and think they eat well. They don't. And it will play havoc with your health down the road. And because genetically I have a lot of Alzheimer's and dementia in my life, I am so aware of my diet. I make sure that I keep active, even just doing this podcasting now. This is my way of going back into my memory and my life and my experiences and sharing them. Because, because sometimes even we get into sort of a rut. We forget what we've learned. We... Uh, we we let a bad habit sort of slip in a little bit once a week, twice a week. Next thing you know, we're back to three, four, five times a week, forgetting the good habits that made us feel good. Because, and it's just human nature. Don't beat yourself up about it. Remember, we're not living in regret here. We're getting ourselves educated and moving forward and making better choices. So 
a quick uh, segue. By the way, genetics, people talk a lot about genetics. Did you know that only 25 on an average, I mean, it, certain things are different. We're, you know, we're not, ta not talking about certain rare diseases and blah, blah, blah. There, there could be a lot of other things out there that play a little bit different role. But broad stroke, genetics are only 25% of your makeup. So the fact that I do have... Well, that was a bit funny. I had to quickly hit pause and run off because the dog was barking. I'll edit that out. But who's at the door but Spud? So speaking of food or, or product, Spud is our sustainable uh, something urban delivery. They're the organic grocer that delivers to your door in my particular neck of the woods. And I know they're down the coast right into Seattle, Oregon, if memory serves me correctly. And there's companies like this all over the place, guys. And they literally versus the grocery store no more expensive and my stuff I just do it online it arrives every Friday it's fabulous so that was pretty exciting so genetics that is only 25 percent broad stroke of of what's kind of going on in the world so do you know what that leaves you the individual 75 percent to improve upon and ensure that you do not follow down the same path as someone in your family okay so this is kind of something personal to me lately watching my mom now lose her memory freaking scary I gotta say I didn't see that one coming we've just kind of been dealing with my dad and we're in trouble as a family we're going to be in trouble in two years my dad will lose his license my mom will not remember things and quite honestly then you've got lawyers and stuff that won't let you start signing documents and it's like oh my gosh so it's very frightening but I and I was starting to live a bit bit in that fear oh screw that no I will not live in that fear. I stand on the promise of a sound and healthy mind and body. And as long as I'm doing everything I can to ensure that I'm supporting that, I'm just going to live in the belief that I am not going to lose my mind too early and I'm going to have a very healthy and happy life. So fruit or, food or product. What is food? What is a product? Well, half and half just arrived in my spud order. When everything comes out of the ground or off a tree, that's food. Okay. If an animal has been raised naturally grazing on grass and hay, eating things that are not genetically modified, eating and not eating things like corn and soy, they're just, oh my gosh, every time. I'm out trying to get some gummy bears yesterday for my granddaughter because I forgot to order them through Spud and just everything's got corn syrup in it. It's just disgusting. And you know what? I just, I just had to make a choice that that, no. It is hard. You see those little nibs on sale and those... Uh, jelly babies and licorice babies because I'm a black licorice fanatic you you see it and you're just thinking oh just I'll just this once but you know what just that once becomes the next time the next time so for me it is just easier and I truly mean easier and more enjoyable because once I say no once you make a decision and you change your mind and you say no then you're looking for the right possibilities and then those possibilities become your new purchases and those purchases become your new habits and then you just don't think twice about it People always say to me, oh my gosh, celiac and a caffeine issue. And they're like, I am so sorry. And I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> Honestly, if I could eat caffeine, I'd weigh a 50 million pounds because I would just eat chocolate. I'd stuff my face with it like little Anna on Frozen 24-7, I swear. Um, so <laughs> it's probably a good thing that I have these issues. But it's not an issue for me. And it's never an issue going out somewhere. I just, I try not to tell people even going to dinner unless it's a unless it's my close friends they know and I do panic a little when I see pasta but really I can eat around I can find enough on a table to eat that I'm pretty darn happy and it doesn't have to infringe on everyone else's issues my issues do not need to infringe on everybody else 
So what have we done in our world now? We've created products. So instead of eating food, instead of going to the meat market and buying meat that was raised properly without all the Monsanto and all the other crap that we are now doing to our livestock and bought our vegetables and our fruit and grains were a sideline, an additive, not the main focus on every meal. You know, grains shouldn't be in your diet more than one or two meals a day, really, if you want to be healthy. I'm not saying get rid of them altogether. We love our grains. So that's one of the reasons I have a vegetable shake every, or my shake every morning, because that's just one less meal that I have to be tempted by toast. Okay, because I'll do a gluten-free podcast soon. Let me tell you, most of the gluten-free stuff out there, you should not be eating it. Another day, another podcast. So... That is food. What is products? You're walking through your grocery aisle. Everything down the aisles are products. It's in a package. It's in a bag. It's been, it's been um, modified. It's been processed. It's not food. It's a product. And I joke with my granddaughter when we're something. And I'm like, oh, don't eat that, honey. It's poison. Well, she's getting older now, eh? No, it's not, Grandma. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> don't eat that. Because I truly believe corn syrup is poison. I truly believe that white hybridized uh, flour is poison. We are poisoning our bodies. So just to get back a little bit to that leaky gut syndrome, we created this wheat, we crossbred it so that it blows up in the stomachs of the little bugs that eat the wheat and destroy it. So this was all about, you know, more crop yield. What the flip did you think was going to happen to humans? The fact that we truly bought that line of BS and didn't think there would be any, and I do mean any consequence for us as human beings, that is so naive so naive. So how about we stop being naive and start knowing? And I'm not saying it's easy and it's certainly not inexpensive, but you need to make some choices. Now for me, the dirty dozen. So food or products, I like to eat food. I'm a foodie and I eat the the organics, the dirty dozen. So find out what the dirty dozen is in your area. Canada, United States are slightly different. Europe, Brazil, South America, UK, um, and I don't know what's going on over in the Asian countries, but those guidelines are all very different. So find out what is your dirty foods and just don't, just don't. So what happens now is the good foods become a treat. So beautiful organic cherries yesterday. We sit and watch TV, bowl teach Keith and I. That's a treat. See, when we were kids, we never thought twice about that kind of stuff. It was just around all the time. The junk food was the treat. Now it's the other way around. The junk food at 99 cents for the jumbo bag and the cherries at $5 for the little bag. What are we buying? Well, you just got to make a decision not to buy that stuff. Because I tell you as well, as much as it's cheap, cheap as it is, we overeat it, so we overbuy it, and the, the dollars rack up anyways. The sad part in our world today regarding meat um, and animal products is they've become products. That is what's so very sad. So before I forget my train of thought, when we talk about products, even your fruits and vegetables, if you're not buying them fresh and you start buying them processed, like they're already cut up, they're already peeled, they're already, then they've got chemicals on them if they had to go in a package to keep them fresh. It's just common sense, okay? So if something has to get to you via a transportation system, it's been processed, it's been chemicalized. That is just a fact. So Saturday mornings, making it outing, make it fun, go to the farmer's market when you can and just get stuff that's local and fresh. So meat has become a, um, a product as well. And it is very sad. If any of you have watched any of the movies about Food Incorporated and the other one, ugh, it's left my brain. But there's a couple of them. Just go search on YouTube. They're not that difficult to find. There's a great website out there called Food Matters FMTV. I, I pay a fee to them every year just to keep up on, on research and what's going on 
on out there and what movies are being released because I just love some of the documentaries. Now, our food has now become a product. So when chickens are being hung upside down on assembly line by machinery, that's not nature, people. They have been in pens, fed GMO food, and they're being strung through a factory. That is not humane. That is not natural. That is not healthy. Don't eat it. Just make a decision. Our food supply will not change till we as people force it to change. We are the consumers. Quit consuming and then change will come. And we're already seeing it. Great article on Facebook the other day. Um, I think it was actually, it wasn't even, well, I saw it through Facebook, but it was uh, one of the newscasts in the States, one of the big news um, uh, websites that pop Coca-Cola is seeing its first decline in history or something. Yay! I'm really sorry, but yay! Those products are poison. They should be treats and not consumed in, on a regular basis. Those things should not even be, if you have children in the house, those types of things should even be on your shelf for easy access. When it's a weekend and it's special or you're going camp, then go buy, consume, don't buy again till the next time. Because that's how the bad habits form. Kids, op kids open a pantry and say, I'm hungry. What? There's no food in a pantry. There's products in a pantry. Kids need to open a fridge and say, I'm hungry. Well, there better freaking be food in the fridge. But are, are you following sort of my difference? And I know this is a bit longer a podcast, but this is something that just I really needed to, to talk about and I needed to to sort of disseminate uh, some some information and sort of put, put an end to some of the myths that are out there. So our pigs, same thing. You watch an assembly line. Guys, they're deep beaking, declawing, detailing. They're pulling tails off little live chicklet, uh, little live piglets. They separate the male and female chicks, and they literally dump them in bags and then put them in a landfill alive until they suffocate and die. Oh my gosh, when did this become okay? And that what kills me is that everyone gets all you white bread on the couch eaters, then see something on TV about a hunting show, and you all get on Facebook and get on your high horse. And yet you just walked out of Safeway and bought chicken that was raised in the most inhumane manner on the planet. But a hunter out there with a, with a gun or a bow who is hunting for meat. I'm not talking a lot of that sensational crap that's on reality TV right now. But really, truly, hunters, you will go off and have a little soapbox about that. Come on. Find your balance. Believe or don't believe, but don't be ignorant, okay? Just don't. So I'm pretty sure I could natter on about food and product for a million miles longer, but I'm going to shut this down now because I've given you so much to think about. And please, um, I have two Facebook pages, one for Living Well, and that is where I do strictly pretty much deal with health and nutrition. Then, of course, there's the coulda, woulda, shoulda Facebook page for this podcast. Please, Twitter, Living Well 8 feedback. Send me your comments. Send me your questions. I will be happy to address them on the next podcast. Until then, have a great day and I'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you for joining me here today. And if you subscribe to my podcast, you won't miss a thing. Remember to focus on not living in regret. You can reach me on Twitter at livingwell8 or email me at livingwellwithshell at gmail.com. Let me know what you like best about today's podcast, leave a review on iTunes, or leave me a message on something you'd like me to speak on next. Have a great day, everyone.